The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and here we go, baby. NBA starts tomorrow, NHL before you know it. NFL training camps are opening. There might have been a hiccup or two with the MLB, but that's okay. There were still games to watch. I am now a baseball fan. Joe Kelly of the Dodgers, my favorite player ever, maybe. That was hilarious last night. I'm Ross Tucker. I think you guys, most of you at least, already know that. Former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, classic journeyman. Got a bunch of media gigs now and an entire podcast network. Andrew Brandt was excellent on the Ross Tucker football podcast today. Tomorrow it'll be Dave Richard from CBS Fantasy Sports on the Fantasy Feast podcast. College draft, we introduced Emery Hunt, who's going to be a star. If you happen to miss that show, we'll have Greg Cosell a little bit later in the week. The show is presented, of course, by the number one rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. I wouldn't give you guys the number two rated or number three rated, number one rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. Very excited about today's show, by the way, because not only do we have the star of the show, Steve Fezzik, at Fezzik Sports on Twitter, as you know, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino. We also have a buddy of mine. From my hometown of Reading, Pennsylvania, the great Paul Roberts. You can check him out at Paul Roberts, W-E-E-U in Reading. And Steve, I got to tell you, so a couple things. First of all, hello, Steve. How are you? I am good, Ross. Great to be back, as always. Paul, good to talk with you. Good to see you. We usually text a lot. Sometimes we talk on the phone. Good to actually see you. Oh, it's a pleasure. You know, I, I've been a big fan of, of this podcast from from day one. And I noticed on your Twitter, Ross, you only follow 92 people. And I'm one of the 92. So on my tombstone one day, which I hope <laughs> is not anytime soon, I'm just going to have under my name and years of life was followed by Ross Tucker. You know what's funny about that, Paul? You would be amazed how many people say to me, 
why don't you follow me? Like, I can't get a follow up. And, and this down, I, I'm a little anal retentive. People don't know this, right? But I actually read every tweet on my timeline. I, I look at every, like, I am worried about missing a tweet from someone important that I, information that I value and want. So every tweet you've ever tweeted, Paul, I've read. Steve, the same as you. You don't tweet that much, Steve. Paul, you don't really either. But I've never missed one of your tweets. I read every one on my timeline. So I'm very particular about how many people I follow and who I follow. So I'll get people who'll be like, dude, you don't follow me? I'm like, I got to keep it there. You'd be amazed. I'm not going to embarrass anybody. But like, there are some big names that have said that to me, that have asked me why I don't follow them. And I and I said to him, I'm like, listen, I'll give you a mercy follow for a couple of weeks if you want it, but I I don't I don't care about this or that or whatever. Um, and nobody's ever said, well, then why do you follow this Paul Roberts WEU guy? <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said that, but I'm sure part of them is like, what? But I I and that's part of the reason why I know Paul so well. So Steve, I. I'm a huge high school sports fan. Huge. I think what happens is I was growing up, you have such an affinity for it. And then, you know, I, I had a good career and I loved it. Then I got to college and sports became a little bit more like a job. And we didn't have that much success at Princeton. Then you get to the NFL and it's totally a job. And I got cut three times and traded and PUP and IR. I mean, if there's a designation you can have, I, I had it at some point. And so I love high school sports. Steve, I can't tell you how many times I'll be in a hotel room on a Friday night somewhere in the country and I'll text Paul and I'll say, listening from New Orleans, listening from Houston, Texas, whatever. And then like, 30 seconds later, Paul would be like, Ross Tucker checking in from Houston or whatever. <laughs> but I, I like high school sports that much. And Paul and his partner, Bob McCool, I don't know how this happened, but they are by far the best high school broadcast team I've ever heard. Like by far. They're better than most college. And so it's really nice. Like it's an enjoyable listen when they do the games, you know, I was thinking about this, Paul, with you coming on. And by the way, Paul also obviously likes to bet on sports. He's a, <laughs> he, he, you know, being the sports radio guy in Reading, Pennsylvania, he covers mainly the, the Philadelphia teams. Um, he also, as he said, he listens to this show. Not only does he listen to the show, Steve, he sent me a text yesterday. He found an article with the top 10 sports betting podcasts, and we're on it. Even Money Podcast is on it. Like, I didn't know that. Like, I that's awesome. I, I need to have that somewhere and send that to advertisers or whatever. So long way and long-winded way of me saying, Paul's awesome, love having him on the show. And what I was going to say, Steve, you probably never do this, Steve, because it needs to be, like, legit. But, like, you know what I'd like to do, Paul? I'd like to start to bet on high school sports. I think that's illegal. <laughs> that's illegal, but I love high school sports. Why not make them even more entertaining? 
there are a lot of people that would find that extremely interesting. I don't know if the PIAA would appreciate <laughs> me putting lines out every uh, Friday night, but uh, I, I appreciate all, all the compliments. I, I guess the 10 years it took me to pay off my loans from Syracuse and the Newhouse School might have paid off a little bit. But I, I like to view myself as, remember that 30 for 30 on Marcus Dupree, the best that never was? That's kind of me. You know, I haven't hit the big time like you and Steve have. I, I didn't go to Princeton. I didn't play in the NFL. I, I'm not a two-time super contest winner like Steve. Uh, so the best that never was. That, that'll also be on my tombstone. <laughs> so, well, let's get into it because I know you've got a lot of thoughts and it'll be fun to see whether or not our resident mathematician Steve agrees with them or says you're a total broadcasting blowhard that doesn't understand the numbers. Uh, those are really the only two choices. Um, so let's get into Paul first since it's starting tomorrow and there's a lot of excitement. You have specific thoughts on the NBA's Eastern Conference. I know Steve has talked about that in recent weeks as well. What are your NBA Eastern Conference thoughts? So I'll give you two picks here. Again, this isn't to win the championship. This is just to win the East. So we're not looking at the Lakers or the Clippers or, or teams like that. I like the Celtics at plus 800. We've all heard the saying about the Jimmys and Joes versus the X's and O's. With Boston, you get both. You get talent and you get coaching. Brad Stevens got Butler to the NCAA championship game twice. They were in the Horizon League. I mean, that would be like your Princeton team playing Alabama for a, a national title, and he did it two years in a row. Watch his out-of-bounds plays. I think X's and O's wise, he's excellent. And then talent-wise, you have Kemba Walker. You have Tatum. You have Brown. You have uh, Gordon Hayward as well. All four guys shooting 38 to 40% from three. Plus, you have Marcus Smart who I think is one of those glue guys, kind of like a Patrick Beverly with the Clippers, just a, a guy who is a bulldog out there who really wants to win. And in this situation with the bubble, maybe not everybody wants to be down there. So I like having players like a Marcus Smart. Plus they play defense. And maybe I'm old school, but if you look at points allowed, field goal percentage, and three-point field goal percentage by opponents – Boston is top five in the league in all three categories. They're second in points allowed. Everybody likes to score. Not everybody likes to guard. So I, I like Boston's ability to get a stop. And then the second one is the 76ers. Now, Steve can get on me here because you're not going to get the best number right now. I just checked this. Last week, you could have got the Sixers at plus 900. I'm seeing now plus 750 maybe plus 800. So you had a better number last week. But look at the injuries. This team never got to play together. Embiid missed 21 games. Richardson, 17. Ben Simmons missed 11 games. And I know that the pro gamblers always talk about motivation. I think this is a motivated team. They've heard all season that they underachieved. I mean, they're tied for a fifth seed. And then you look at Ben Simmons. Everybody rips him because he can't shoot. Barkley and Shaq have been on Embiid. He's out of shape. He's not mature. You have a coach here who might be done 
if they don't do well in, in the playoffs coming up. And they changed their lineup. Shake Milton, who's a very good shooter, uh, is now in that starting lineup. Horford goes to the bench, could help the spacing. But for those reasons, I like the 76ers at plus 750. Uh, you could have got it last week at 900. But Boston and Philly, two teams I'm looking at. All right, so here's the question, Steve. So I know I've been doing this show long enough, Paul. I know that Steve hates bets for a team to win the Super Bowl. So now I want to know, Steve, with what we know about this NBA bubble and restart, talk to me about the numbers as it relates to betting any team to win the Eastern Conference. Is it still too much in favor of of the sports books, or do you think that there, there could be some logic on the math side and what Paul's saying. I think there's logic in what Paul's saying. I just don't think the math backs it up. So I like the idea of the teams that Paul has chosen to back. But let's face it, Boston right now is the three seed. They're three games behind Toronto. It's unlikely they're going to catch up. What happens if Philly doesn't get out of that six hole? What happens if Boston plays Philly in the three six? Well, now we got a guaranteed loss. Now you could argue we got a guaranteed win as well. But what if Philly advances? Oh, my goodness. Now you got Philly playing Toronto, say. Philly's going to be – I don't know if they'll be an underdog. I think they'll be a small underdog, but this for sure. What's the line going to be when Milwaukee plays Philly? Milwaukee's going to be like minus 300. So you're looking at a situation where if you just parlayed Philly against Boston, they're going to be an underdog. Then they're going to be pick them against Toronto. Then they're going to be plus 300 against Milwaukee. You can see where I'm going. You start with a dollar. Now you got 250 after they beat Boston. Now you got five dollars after they beat Toronto. Now you got you win 15. You got 20 dollars from your one dollar. That's like a 19 to one turnaround. We can't bet Philly plus 800 when we get 19 to one potentially just by parlaying each series. Oh, okay. So I see what you're saying. If you like that, if you like those teams. Go ahead and just bet them in each series. Bet them as they go rather than to win the conference. Got it. Um, I want to get into some of your baseball stuff as well, Paul. And I'm the first one to admit it. I said this last week. I don't know a lot about betting baseball especially. I mean, I know a little bit about NBA, not a lot about baseball, which is why I love betql.co and the BetQL app, their best bet algorithm scans hundreds of data points to give you the best bet recommendation for every game and gives you the reasoning behind why you should place bets. So you don't have to do it, right? But they'll tell you, this is the five-star bet. Here's why. Look, I know this much, right? Go to the App Store, get it. You can also, by the way, go to betql.co and enter code ROSS20 to get 20% off your first payment. But I know a bunch of the tuckheads, the patrons, patreon.com slash rtmedia like Jim Hines, they swear by BetQL for the sports they're not that knowledgeable about. And they said it's been really good for them. Like if you just do their five-star bets, it's been really good. So go to betql.co, enter code ROSS20 for 20% off your first payment, or get the BetQL app. All right, you texted me. This one I thought was interesting, Paul. You said you want to talk MLB higher run totals. Right. Now we're talking talking over-unders for baseball. Why? Well, because 
the numbers right now seem really high compared to what people I think are used to seeing with a total that might be seven and a half, eight, maybe eight and a half. And through Monday's games, there were 54 games played. There were 496 runs scored. That's an average of 9.2 runs per game. Nine runs or more. 59% of the time in games played, 10 runs or more, 48% of the time in games played. So why is this happening? I think there are three reasons. One, the universal DH. You don't have a pitcher now in the National League batting who doesn't want to be there, who's just going to look at three strikes and sit down. You actually have a legitimate hitter in the National League. Two, starting pitchers are not fully stretched out yet. So some of them may only go 75, 80 pitches as opposed to 100 plus. What does that mean? That means you get into bullpens quicker. Why are guys in the bullpen? Because they're not as good as the starting pitchers. So you can get to them. If you remember the Yankees, 96 to 2000, that great run. They got into bullpens all the time. They took pitches. Now you hear about quav, the quality at bat. Uh, how many pitches you see. So that's another thing. Pitchers aren't stretched out to go deep into games. Number three, it's freaking hot out, if if we haven't noticed already. And the ball's going to travel when it's hot out. So you're seeing a, a lot of home runs. So my advice would be don't get suckered if you're just the average baseball player and you, you're seeing some of these totals. I mean, I'm seeing daily basis, 10 and a half, 11, 11 and a half. Don't get suckered into underplays here just because you're seeing a big number. Uh, I've seen a lot of those numbers so far, and I don't think it's going to change. So a couple questions here. First of all, I have never heard of Quab before. <laughs> Quality at bat. But I'm, I, I, I am not kidding, Paul, and you'll appreciate this. Years ago, I invented Quo. And I tell my wife how important Quo is when we're playing beer pong. It's a a quality opportunity. So you need to have the ping pong ball hit at least the top of one or two of the cups. That's what – as long as the ping pong ball hits the top of one of the two cups, you gave yourself a chance – it was a quality opportunity. It was a quo. Okay. If you miss the whole, all the red cups, if you don't hit anything, if you're that's that, like I said, Kara, we can't control whether or not it goes in. Okay. All we can do is just quo after quo after quo. And, and, and usually it works. It works. So before I get to Steve on that, my question, Paul, about um, universal DH, I get. As starting pitchers get more stretched out, and if the heat wave doesn't continue, do you think that that changes how you feel, or do you think most of it is the universal DH and that you still don't think people should get suckered into the unders? Well, as far as starting pitchers, yeah, that will change my philosophy because once you have these aces, your DeGroms of the world, your Scherzers, when they're more likely to go 110, 115, now all of a sudden you can see them going into the seventh or eighth inning. 
And then you don't see the middle relievers. I mean, I was even watching the Astros the other night. Houston's a really good team. And I looked at their bullpen. It's rookie after rookie after rookie. This is the Houston Astros. I mean, they're a legit contender in the the American League. Maybe not the Yankees, but they're one of the better teams. And the guys they're throwing out of their pen – I guarantee, Ross, you've never heard of them in your life. So I guarantee, by the way, I guarantee that that's correct. (laughs) Here's my question for you, Steve, okay? So uh, I will say this. Paul came at you with some numbers there, Steve. Paul knows what show he's on. He knows you. I mean, it was, what, 59% of the time they're getting however many runs, 48% of the time, however many runs. What do you think, uh, mathematician Fezzik? Well, Paul is spot on that we are going to see more scoring this year than we've ever seen because we're not going to get the cold months of April and May. It's going to be freaking hot for another month. You've got the DH in the NL parks. You also have the extra inning rule where you start with a man on second. We've already seen some dead nut unders go over Grand Slam in Oakland, seven to three, 10 runs instead of seven runs because you start with that man on second. We spoke about this before, Ross how that begets more base runners with intentional walks and the like, and all of a sudden that crooked number comes up, especially when the visitor bats. And, of course, you've got the left-handed specialist that um, his sole purpose in life was to come in and get one guy out, and now some of these guys are obsolete because they got to face three batters, so you can't put those guys out there to just face one guy. A lot of reasons to like higher scoring, but the market's aware of all of this, as Paul mentioned. And I think it's been a proper adjustment for the most part in terms of the numbers being higher. One thing that as a better, you hate uncertainty. You hate the uncertainty of the middle relievers, the rookies coming in. You hate the uncertainty of the extra innings. So maybe if you really like an under, look to the first five innings under instead of the game under. It should play out much more true to form. Got it. Love it, Steve. Got to get to some NFL talk uh, for a lot of different reasons. One is Paul has some NFL bets he really likes. Number two, that's my wheelhouse, and that's what we love talking about on the Even Money podcast and why we've been so successful. Number three, we got a lot of opt-outs already, including six New England Patriots, and there's still no deadline to opt out. Now, I will say this. I'd like to think most guys are going to opt out, would opt out before they would fly to the city and get the the stick up their nose. So I don't know how many more we're going to see. I mean, I think we'll see some more because people are like, oh, my gosh, there's a deadline. You know, there's going to be dozens more. I mean, maybe, but I just don't know how many guys actually want to travel. Like, if you're going to opt out, are you really going to travel to the team facility on a plane and then get the test if you know you're going to opt out? So we'll see. My question is, Steve, your thoughts on the actionable items so far from the opt-outs. Like, are you sitting there, Steve, refreshing Adam Schefter's Twitter to see if there's an opt-out to just bet that team real quick? Do you have action on the Patriots? Let's start with you on this one. Well, I think you should be because if you look at the Patriots, they pick up Cam – there's optimism. Their season win goes up to nine and a half. And then you get all this news, Hightower and other guys opting out. And I got to be honest, the Patriot way is all about winning. It's all about minimizing the fun, doing your job and getting rings. That's a great plan. 
I don't know if that plan works so well for a team that's supposed to win eight or nine games. And I think the players are speaking loudly saying, you know what, if you can make a case in either direction, maybe this is not the year for me to play. And it's a, frankly, a red flag that those Patriots are saying, we don't think that we're foregoing a potential ring here. And because of that under nine and a half, sure looks like a good bet. That number's largely gone. Nine is the number now in the Patriots. Well, as you know, Steve, I already like the under. I'm not sold on Cam Newton. I think there's a huge psychological advantage when you have Tom Brady. And I think that's what some of these Patriots are, are saying. I mean, look, Marcus Cannon's in a different situation because he's a cancer survivor. But think about these guys like Patrick Chung, Dante Hightower, you know, even Brandon Bolden. Every year of their career, well, first of all, they've all won multiple championships. They've all made good money. But every year of their career, when they've reported to training camp, they thought, we're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Or we at least have a darn good chance. I don't think there's any question that they know that's not the case this year. They won't say that publicly, but it's got to be a little weird if you've only ever been a Patriot. I know Chung was in Philly for a year, whatever. But you've only really ever been a Patriot. All you've known is we're trying to win the whole thing. Now they got money in the bank. They're 30. They've got kids. And they're like, eh, we're not going to win it all. I, I don't want to really get this virus. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll opt out. I, I think there's something to that, Steve. Um, Paul, what about maybe just opt-outs in general and your thoughts on that since Steve hit the Patriots part of it pretty good? Well, this ties into one of my plays. And I know Steve doesn't like making the, the Super Bowl bet. I went with a conference championship bet here. Hopefully he doesn't blast me for this one. But it ties into the Patriots and the AFC. You can get the Chiefs to win the AFC, not the Super Bowl, the conference at plus 300. Now, this is a team that has 10 starters back on the offensive side. They gave Mahomes all this money. Kelsey's a Hall of Fame tight end. Tyreek Hill's one of the fastest players in the game. I thought Andy Reid was a Hall of Fame coach even before he won the Super Bowl. Now he definitely is. If you look at the teams he took over, Philly was 3-13 and before he came there. And Kansas City was 2-14 and the year before uh, Big Red became the, the head coach. Plus, not only do I look at this as a play for Kansas City, I look at it as a play against the other teams in the AFC. Brady's gone. You guys just said that you don't like the Patriots to be an over team. So who are the other contenders? Who's the competition? I mean, the Ravens are legit. At, they're plus 320. But then when you look at the conference, there's no other team that's under plus 1,100 to win the AFC. So I, th that's one reason I, I like Kansas City at plus 300, plus they're really darn good uh, to win the conference. Yeah, let me, let me ask you this, Steve. I, I know that surprise teams emerge. Maybe, it's, maybe it is the Patriots. Maybe it's the Buffalo Bills. Maybe it's the Steelers. But I do, in my heart, Steve, I find it hard to imagine a team other than the Chiefs or the Ravens going to the Super Bowl from the AFC. So talk to me about putting $100 down 
on both the Chiefs at plus 300 and the Ravens at plus 320 to win the AFC or a thousand or whatever that dollar amount is, Steve. Yeah. So let's make the math easier and make them both three to one. So if you're going to bet Baltimore and Kansas city, you got to assume they got to win half the time for you to break even and more than half for you to have a plus bet. I would much rather make the bet that I think is stronger. And I agree with Paul. I think Kansas City's good bet three to one. Kansas City, you could make a case, is undervalued. They got better defensively under Spagnola throughout the year last year. Tyreek Hill missed four games. He really missed five. There was one game, I think it was against the Chargers, he went out in the first quarter. Uh, Mahomes, obviously the kneecap injury, but he also had an ankle issue. That's why largely that they Kansas City played so bad at home losses to Indy and to Houston. So you could make the case that this Chiefs team is really actually better than expected there is a little bit of a concern. You talk about, oh, it's hard to envision anybody else coming out. Well, just last year, the Ravens were supposed to win, what, eight and a half games, and San Francisco was supposed to win eight games, and those teams both became the favorites to get to the Super Bowl. So things do happen. But I'll fully endorse the Chiefs at 3-1 to one to win the AFC. I like that bet. Uh, and by the way, you can place all these bets – on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I mentioned at the start of the show, I love it. I downloaded it, have it on my phone. I, of course, put my code Ross in to get the deposit bonus. I don't really know. I mean, I feel like if it's actually your name is the code, you should probably get a higher deposit bonus. Like, that's my name. Why do I get the same deposit bonus that Paul got this week? Paul, you did it. You did it recently, right? I did, and thank you very much. It's real easy to use. You can sign up in no time. They have all kinds of props. They have live betting uh, that you can do. I mean, everything you want is on there, all the sports on there. What I didn't realize, which was a really big bonus, and I don't even know if you know, Ross, they actually gave me your bank account information. So (laughs) next time you look at your statements, there might be a, a few deposits into DraftKings. You know, pursuant to these bonuses, and I'm going to put Paul in charge of this, in fact. If you're living right now in eastern Pennsylvania, I think you can pick up a free $3,000 simply, or in Jersey, simply by taking advantage of all. There's so many new players in Pennsylvania and Jersey looking to show all the investors, look at all my new clients that they're giving away these 100% bonuses, these 50% bonuses, and you don't have to have a 25 times rollover. You're looking at a one-time rollover. It's literally free money. So if you just mapped out a weekend and hit them all, and you could even bet both sides of a game if you didn't want to take any risk at all, and you could literally just arbitrage without any risk, $3,000. Wow. Well, Steve, I'm going to talk to you after the show about that. Uh, download, by the way, and I want to get into those prop bets with you in a second, Paul. I do need to tell you, though, to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the aforementioned code ROSS when you sign up for a limited time. All new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter code ROSS. When you sign up, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or Paul's cell phone or in Indiana, one 800 9 
with it. All right, Paul, you you, you had some prop bets you wanted to get to, and I don't know if you – hopefully you listened last week because Steve talked about how he finds himself betting more and more NFL prop bets. That's where he is seeing value. What do you have for us? Well, one, and I, and I talked to you about this, the Vikings. So let's say you're the average Joe. You work the nine to five. You had a long day. You come home. You have some of those, what do you call it, daddy's sodas? Daddy's yeah, soda. yeah. I, I just call them beer. So you had some of those, and you go to DraftKings, and you see the Vikings at eight and a half. And my initial reaction was, wow, that just seems low. And then I was asking you, and then you look at all these offseason changes, Diggs goes to the Bills. Uh, Everson Griffin, the reports now say he may end up in Green Bay. Trey Waynes in the secondary, gone. Uh, Xavier Rhodes is gone. Michael Pierce, speaking of the opt-out, he was supposed to come in and play nose tackle. He's opted out. So he's not around either. And then I looked at their schedule and their non-divisional games. Colts, Tennessee, Dallas, Houston, Tampa Bay, uh, New Orleans, Seattle. Uh, uh, to me now, the Vikings, you got to go under eight and a half. And I think Zimmer's a really good coach, but th- that was one that stood out to me. And I'd love to get Steve's perspective on what I call the old opposite theory. So to me, the Joe public is going to look at eight and a half and, and see Minnesota and say, oh, that's got to go over. And sometimes – Honestly, I make plays just based opposite of what the public is doing. And what I saw last week was there was heavy action on the over here. So that's another reason for me, including all the player losses that I mentioned, to end the schedule to go under eight and a half. So, Paul, I want to hear what Steve has to say about fading the public. I will tell you that Mike Zimmer is Steve's guy. So, like, of all the teams you could have picked in the NFL, <laughs> you might have picked the wrong one. He is a great coach. Because Fezzik likes Zimmer more than any I, – I know Zimmer. He was my coach. At the, Fezzik mm-hmm. loves Zimmer. He loves the Vikings. So, I'm very curious to hear what he has to say to you right now. Yeah, well, Zimmer is my number four rated coach, so I have him higher than anybody else I know of. I think the dude, Ross, once worked with, like, like an eye ulcer that his vision was like yeah. like at risk and i think he missed one afternoon that's my kind of guy yeah. you know so uh puts puts winning above everything else ball brings up some excellent points and by the way the vikings you can still get under nine so absolutely get the best number and shop and and and, and look to under nine it makes absolute sense that they are decimated in terms of the losses they had and frankly no team had more draft picks than the Vikings. I think they had 15, but how much are these guys going to help them with COVID and a limited camp as well? So the Vikings could well struggle. I did bet Green Bay plus three and a half week one against Minnesota for that very reason. So that's another really, I mean, first of all, they already lost Trey Waynes and Mackenzie Alexander and Isaiah Rear Roads and Diggs and all that. But then now they lose Michael Pierce, like Paul mentioned. And then all those draft picks that were going to replenish it, they're not getting a lot out of those guys this year. I mean, they were not anticipating when they had this strategy, COVID. Nobody was. No, I'm not blaming them, but it's going to be tough to get a whole lot out of those guys. They still have a bad offensive line. I'm kind of with Paul on that one. I think the Bears will be better. 
I think the Lions will be better. I don't know about the Packers. I think the Packers' record will be worse for sure. Uh, but good one. Paul, this was fantastic. Highly encourage people to check him out on Twitter, at Paul Roberts, W-E-E-U. So you people out there in Seattle and in Wichita that are dying to hear about Berks County High School sports, <laughs> you need to follow Paul on Twitter, at Paul Roberts. No, but in all sincerity, you can tell. I mean, Steve, how unbelievable is he for being the local sports talk guy in Reading, Pennsylvania? I mean, it's a gift. It's a gift for all of Berks County. Paul Roberts, the gift that keeps on giving. Check out Steve at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod everywhere. Other than I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.